Have you ever noticed that stress can lead to some pretty extreme thinking? Welcome back to the Therapy for Real Life podcast. This is not therapy. This is real life. I'm your host, Anna Lindbergh Cedar, and I'm here with you today to talk about the self-care skill of balancing opposites. Listeners to the show know that I talk a lot about dialectical behavior therapy. And dialectical behavior therapy is one of those research-backed counseling methods that pulls together the most effective strategies for mood management and relationship skills that we have. And dialectical behavior therapy pulls from a lot of ideas from Eastern philosophy to help folks manage stress and painful emotions and suffering. And this word, dialectical, is so important that the treatment developer, Marsha Linehan, put it right in the title. And so it's that important that we should really look at what is the dialectic. What that word means is that two seemingly opposite truths can exist at the same time. What does that even mean? Let's look at that. So we know that part of the stress response causes black and white thinking. And we should pay attention to this because this is actually part of the body's fight or flight survival response. Maybe you've even experienced this yourself. And what we see under stress is that people tend to put people and experiences into categories very quickly. We judge. We make judgments about the world. And while perhaps that made a lot of sense as our survival skill back on the Savannah, when our ancestors were trying to run away from a tiger or a bear, they had to decide very quickly whether someone they were seeing seemed safe or scary, whether a plant they were looking at was yummy or poisonous, whether it was okay to stick around or get out of there. Our ancestors had to make very quick split-second decisions to keep themselves safe. So that's where that black and white thinking comes from when we're under stress. It's a quick and brutal form of categorizing threats to keep us safe. Now that's all well and good, but what happens when we make judgments like that or put things into categories is we lose all the detail. So if we're fighting with someone that we care about, we might be tempted to put them in the bucket of, oh, well, they're a jerk, or they're always this way. And it's very tempting to paint the other person as the bad guy. It's also very easy to point that judgment and critical thinking inward as we blame ourselves. And sometimes we round up in that blaming, don't we? We categorize in that way. So dialectical 
behavior therapy, drawing from mindfulness and thousands of years of wisdom from Eastern philosophy, teaches us that we can actually alleviate our own suffering and have a better grip on reality acceptance as we balance important opposites. So let's think of examples of opposites that can both be true. I hear a bunch of these all the time in therapy when I hear people bring these examples to me. And DBT gives us a lot of examples. So here are some. You can, you can be doing the very best you can and still need to do better. You can be tough and gentle. You can be independent and also want help. You can want to be alone and connected to other people. You can be surrounded by other people and still feel lonely. You can share some things with others and keep other things private. It can be a sunny day and you can feel suicidal. You can have a disagreement with someone and love them. You can understand why someone is acting a certain way and refuse to permit that behavior in front of you. You can set a boundary. So opposites are around us all the time. And as we practice the skill of balancing opposites, it opens up new possibilities for us. Dialectical behavior therapy explains that dialectus Dialectics remind us of several essential truths. And DBT lays out four. Number one, the universe is filled with opposing sides and opposing forces. So there's always more than one way to see a situation and more than one way to solve a problem. And when we open ourselves up to the dialectic, we open ourselves up to different ways of seeing things. So remember that old meme, was it a white dress? Was it a blue dress? Turns out it was both. Was it Laurel? Was it Yanni? Turns out it was both. We can see reality from another point of view. Dialectics also teach us that everything and every person is connected in some way. The waves and the ocean are one. If you've ever um, read about chaos theory, you know that a butterfly can flap its wings on the East Coast. And the culmination of that could lead to a tsunami in Japan. 
everything and every person is connected. They're not separate. Dialectics also remind us that change is the only constant. And meaning and truth evolve over time. So each moment is new and reality itself changes with each moment. Have you ever heard that saying that you can't stand in the same river twice? Because it's, it's constantly a new reality. And dialectics encourage us to pay attention to the reality of the moment. Dialectics also remind us that change is transactional. And DBT explains what that means is that what we do influences our environment and the other people in it. And the environment and other people influence us. So we are not separate. And DBT goes on to explain, and for anyone reading along, you might want to skip to page 151 in the DBT Skills Training Manual of Handouts, and you'll see a wonderful checklist there that, it, that reminds us how to think and act dialectically. So you might be thinking, wow, you know, dual reality, that sounds really cool, but how would I actually practice that in my life? DBT gives you a great checklist of ways to start. And it actually breaks it down into those four categories that we just talked about. So number one, when we said there's always more than one way of looking at reality, DBT encourages us to look for both, why, both sides. So some questions you might ask yourself are, what am I missing? What is the kernel of truth in the other side of seeing things? You can practice letting go of extremes, change words like either or to both and, change words like always or never to sometimes, and practice that skill of balancing opposites. Go ahead and practice validating both sides when you disagree, accept reality, and work towards a change. But start by acknowledging the reality on both sides. You can look for ways to take a negative situation and turn it into a positive. You can also embrace confusion. So DBT explains you can enter the paradox of yes and no, true and not true and really sit in the gray areas. Have you ever done that before? Have you ever embraced doubt and really hung out there to see what it has to teach you? I encourage you to do that. Doubt is a very, very educational emotion. How else can you look for both sides? You can play devil's advocate, so you can argue on behalf of the opposite position with equal passion and see how that helps you. You can also use metaphors and storytelling to unstick and free the mind. So look for other examples that can help you see it from another point of view. So DBT goes on to explain there are, there are examples of all of those four different um, 
lessons that dialectics teach us. So number two, be aware that you are connected. And ways that you might practice that include treating others as you want them to treat you. Look for similarities among people instead of differences. Notice the physical connections among all things. Notice even that you breathe the same air as the people around you. So when nothing else is in common, you share at least that physical space. DBT explains that you can also practice how to think and act dialectically by embracing change, throw yourself into change, allow it, embrace it, practice radical acceptance of change when when circumstances change around you, and practice getting used to change. Make small changes to practice this. Teach yourself how to make change the way you would teach yourself how to do CrossFit or any other self-care skill. And lastly, remember that change is transactional. So remember that you affect your environment and your environment affects you. So pay attention to your effect on others. Notice when you have a measurable change around you. Practice letting go of blame by looking for how your other your behaviors um, are caused by many interactions over time. There's that law of cause and effect again. And remind yourself that all things, including behaviors, have causes. And this is where we start to see some of those connections come together. My invitation for you as part of your self-care is to, first of all, notice your own stress response. Notice when you might be tempted to get stuck in black and white thinking and see if you can find for yourself some examples of balancing opposites. Find ways to practice thinking and acting dialectically as you look for examples of opposing sides living in coexistence, noticing how everything and every person is connected in some way, observing how change is the only constant, and noticing that change is transactional. That has an interaction, a cause effect. I welcome you to practice balancing opposites as part of your self-care and really pay attention to how that feels. Remember, this is not therapy, this is real life. So if you are interested in finding out more information about therapy resources or self-care, please check out therapyforreallife.com. And remember that self-care is meant to be shared. So if you enjoyed today's show, go ahead and rate and review wherever podcasts are found or share this episode with your self-care buddy so that you can encourage each other along the way. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Mm -hmm.